2: It was a year I'd like to forget.
0: To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Hey guys, Ralph Marlborough here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24 7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at saintshappyhour.com today.
2: This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Task? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. Oh! All right, everybody,
0: welcome into another edition of the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. This one is free, courtesy of Bet Online and Kansas City Steaks. But, guys, become a patron. Support the show. It allows us to do amazing things and pay Thomas in the finest meats and cheeses. Find us on the YouTubes or wherever you subscribe to your podcast. Andrew, today I want to do an entire podcast on an offhanded comment you made when me and you were having a one of our daily discussions. I am obsessed with scenarios of how the Saints quarterback will play out. I will fully admit it. And Andrew's getting so tired of it. He's like, You and your fucking scenarios, Ralph. <laughs> I, I, I can conjure up like any scenario for quarterback. And you said when the text message, I think it was earlier this week or maybe last week, you're like, Listen, it's not a done deal. That Jameis is the starting quarterback for the Saints. We all think it is, and it's like a sixty, seventy percent chance. But there's a there's a maybe a 30 percent chance where Taysom beats him out in the summer, and he's the Taysom is the starting quarterback. And I wanted you to to explore that scenario and explain it to us. And not in the scenario where Jameis continues to be Jameis, and we're a month into the season, and the Saints are one and three, and Jameis has ten turnovers, and Sean Payton is like enough of this bullshit. We're done with this. Get Taysom in the game. No, no, that's not that's an obvious one. How what's the scenario that could happen that Sean Payton's like, hey, week one, it's Taysom. Like what what in your mind has to happen along the way that we could see that we could be like, oh man, Taysom might be winning this job.
1: Uh yeah, so I think the first thing that we have to think about when we think about this whole thing is Sean Payton's just, I guess, first of all, let's consider like the numerical value they've assigned to Jameis Winston. Like they paid him absolute dog shit minimum last year. And this year things got contentious for a second. And they were, they kind of drew a line in the sand where they were willing to let him walk if he was, if he wanted more than five million or whatever they ended up paying him, so and he ended up, it ended up being a lot worse of a contract than that. I mean, a lot of these bonuses are attainable if he's the starter and stays healthy, but if he's not, I mean, he's not going to see any of these incentives, you know. And so he, his contract will end up being like three and a half million or something. So they really didn't commit to much with Jameis. and so what that tells me, I mean, obviously they have cap issues and they wanted him at a at a bargain, but they weren't going to pay him anywhere. I mean, he's making backup money at best. Okay. And so low end backup money. Yeah. So I just don't think they're really committed to him at all. And he's on the team because he couldn't find something better out there. And so, or if he could, it was marginal, right? Like maybe he felt like this was a better opportunity there, but it's, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. If anyone had offered him a starting job and starter salary, That's where he would be. He wouldn't be in New Orleans. He almost
0: went to the Bears, which I wonder if he's like, thank God I didn't go to the Bears because I think they
1: would have drafted Justin Fields anyway, even if they would have had Jameis. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. would you rather deal with Justin Fields or Ian Book, right? So (laughs) I I, I think here's the thing about this battle. I I firmly believe that Sean Payton is going to play whoever he thinks gives him the best chance to win. So if – and that's week to week. I mean, I, I do think he'll make a commitment to who his starter is, and that'll be a starter until he changes his mind. But when you have two quarterbacks that I think, at least for right now, are of similar skill set. I, I think right now Sean Payton's going into the season the same as all of us as fans, and he's thinking Jameis is probably my guy. I, I think he probably – has Jameis penciled in at 1A and Taysom Hill is 1B. And he's telling both guys look, you're both going to get a shot. You're going to be 50 50 in training camp. It's an yeah. open, open competition. And hell, like Trevor Simeon and Ian Book, like you guys are in it too, you know, but it's really between Taysom and Jameis. And Jameis is the odds on favorite, I think, in everyone's mind, including the Saints coaching staff. But during camp, I think. There's a lot of uncertainty at tight end. There's a lot of uncertainty at receiver. There's a lot of uncertainty around just like what this offense looks like without Drew Brees. And if if at any point, Jameis isn't tearing it up or at least looking solid, I think the fallback for Peyton is, hey, if this isn't working out, at least I can make shit happen with Taysom. Like he might not be a great quarterback. He might be kind of, but like, I swept Atlanta with that guy, and I know that I can get weird with him because of his <laughs> running ability and the, the traits that he has. So, like, yeah. if, if if Jameis isn't delivering at camp, it may just be like, fuck it, we're rolling with Taysom, and we're going to get weird.
0: And, and that's an interesting thing, too, is there's a distinct possibility that what we've seen from the Saints you know we we all expect oh they're gonna have Jameis and they're gonna go back to 2011 Saints where they're gonna be taking shots down the field in this offense it might be dynamic and this and that. there is a potential chance where we look up and the Saints are like seven and four and they're like bottom ten not bottom like but like 14th in offense and Sean Payton decides you know what the best way for us to win is to run the ball not turn it over and our defense is still really good and we're gonna lean on that and we're like what is this poverty of offense because we're used to top five right we're used to the Saints even last year they averaged they were averaged 30 points a game with Drew Brees with You know no arm right so i think there's a distinct possibility people think the saints are going to be one way and and more dynamic i think there's a chance they're they're less so because sean payton has shown he doesn't care what it takes to win he's not one
2: of the this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: He's run my system guy, and he is open to change, and he is willing to do it on the freaking
1: fly. Right. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I just think it's not as bad. Done of a deal. I I think he's leaning Jameis right now, just like all the fans. But I, I just think that can change pretty quickly. And, and and there's even injury, right? There's even injury. Yeah, there's, in, there's even that's yeah, right. But but it'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, when's the last time we had an honest to goodness quarterback competition? I mean, going into camp with the same 1991 Walsh and Steve Walsh A bear. And that was barely. Like, and that was barely. We all, we all knew. We, same knew thing a, with Brooks we all knew. And a Bear.
0: The same thing with Brooks and Jeff Blake, Jeff Blake. in two thousand one.
1: It wasn't yeah. a real competition. I mean, I guess Didka years, like the the Billy Joes. Maybe. I mean that
0: that really wasn't competition. That was just sadness. Like it didn't. <laughs> it did. It didn't matter who. It didn't matter who won because we still had to watch. Right.
1: Like, <laughs> True. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I I, I kind of. So there's been a lot of pessimism after the draft. Uh, I I feel like morale is down a little bit, but I'm kind of excited in the sense that we don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Uh, there's a lot of I I feel a little, a little uneasy about Taysom like going all in like preparing to be a quarterback because it's yeah. like is he even going to do the taste of me stuff if he loses the battle or is he just going to hold a clipboard? So there there's that, you know, the draft class, like I really look forward to them proving people wrong. Like either, either they're as bad as everyone says they are, in which case like this, this could be brutal, like beyond this year, like things could start to be brutal or the saints know what they're doing, which I suspect they do. And they're going to prove a lot of people wrong. Well, that's and, like a, that's. Here's the thing: like I, th- this draft class may not be amazing, but like it can't possibly be as bad. As, like, I'm I'm hearing 20... like 32nd in the NFL. I'm hearing fans no. say like this is the worst pick that we're the Raiders. Like, it can't possibly be as bad as everyone says. Now. And that's so a... even if it's like a marginal class, like that would be a win.
0: And it, that's a great tease. If you're a patron, you get me and Andrew talking about Jeff Ireland's interview with Jeff Duncan. Breaking it down, he explained it, and it was a great podcast. And if you're a patron, you can listen to that. We posted that on Tuesday. Um, but that's a great point. I, I, the the Saints, to me, they are they are in they are in flux, right? They're changing. Um, this team has it like the, it, the issues that you talked about. But the thing that's going to be really interesting is come practice. We are going to we're going to we're going to sort of consume training camp in a way that we have not I can not in, in, in my entire life. And what I mean by this is, you know, when Nick under the Nick Underhills, the people that go to practice, when they would break down, "Oh, Drew was 7 of 8 when they did 7 on 7 or he was this and practice." Like we'd be like, "Oh, that's interesting. Whatever. Maybe the defense did good today. Whatever." Dude, we are going to examine every Practice of Jameis and of Taysom. Oh, Jameis went 10 of 10 of 14 and had a pick. Jam and Taysom, he went 11 11 and two touchdowns. Like, we're gonna be breaking that down every single day in a way. We've never done I've never done that. we on this show for damn sure. Like, we're gonna be breaking these practice reports down in a way that is gonna be fun and also just I think it might be excruciating after like two weeks. We are on the Locker Room app every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock, talking Saints, talking NFL, talking draft. It's amazing. You can interact with us, goof it to us. You can make fun of me, mispronounce names. You can ask serious draft questions about Andrew. We're having a blast talking Saints live. All you have to do is go download the Locker Room app for free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link to your Twitter, and then join the NFL group. Follow me at Saints Happy Hour to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live every Wednesday at around 9 o'clock to talk Saints, to talk draft, and basically to make fun of me mispronouncing names. So do it. Download the Locker Room app today and then join us live every Wednesday at 9 o'clock. Sports culture takes take line has it all take line is a weekly podcast hosted by emmy winner jason concepcion and former wnba champ renee montgomery that's a fast-paced exploration of the nba and the world of sports and culture each week jason and renee talk about the games players controversies and issues that run both on and off the court follow nail to hear take line every tuesday wherever you get your podcasts
1: well it's gonna be interesting at training camp just to see how that all plays out because the fans can show up then you know maybe we'll get more videos maybe we'll get more intel than we did last year last year was awful because we were hold it we were holding with bated breath for every piece of content that nick underhill would put out yeah basically the saints and,
0: i will say the saints did a good job they they let like all the media in and paid for the tests so you had you had you had nick you had and, and then NOLA.com, you know, the Advocate, Times-Picayune, and The Athletic. Like, they could rotate. They could all have one person. But it was still only three people, right, Right. that, like, covered practice daily at any one time, I
1: think. Yep. No videos. You know, the Saints were pretty secretive about when they allowed them in. So, you know, they were trying to keep some of that stuff under wraps. And it's tough. Yeah, no preseason games. And because of all the uncertainty, because of the lack of depth, like, there's, there's going to be more guys that are kind of unknowns on this roster that we're going to try to talk ourselves into getting excited about. So, <laughs> like, that's why I really want preseason. I actually don't the, – the, last year, the Saints didn't need it as much in that their roster was really defined. They knew yeah. who their guys were. It, they knew it was going to be hard to make the team. And so, we talked about how with the continuity and the, the establishment of just all the players that like, the roster was pretty set. And it wasn't going to be critical to have preseason games. And this year is completely different, though. Like, they need preseason. They need mini camps. They need – like, this roster is completely unsettled, and they don't have a lot of depth. And we do want to see some random receiver or corner flash in preseason to get us excited about if he can help the team this year. Because right now – we really – there. there's just too many unknowns. Well,
0: and it b- brings up another point about the preseason. Normally, in the preseason, as fans, we are like, this roster's loaded. Don't play anybody. Don't get hurt. Get to September healthy, right? And that's still the main goal. But a lot of times when you're a team – the Saints, you just mentioned, they got to work through some stuff. They got to find depth. They got to find positions. They got to figure things out. So they got to play more. And I wonder – how much does Sean Payton... Because in order to make it a fair quarterback battle, right, you got to play Taysom a certain amount with the starters and Jameis with a certain amount. You can do it in practice. But, like, how important does Sean Payton view the preseason games and how does he weight it an equal chance, right? So it'll be really interesting what they do in the preseason. Do they... Do they weight it towards more in practice where it's controllable? So in the preseason games, it's still kind of hodgepodge, and the starters don't play that much. Or does Sean Payton decide, hey, we got to see these game guys in game action, even though it's preseason? So maybe starters play longer because you got to give Taysom an equal shot, and Jameis equal shot. It'll just be interesting to see what Sean Payton does on that front. Do you have any instinct of what he might do?
1: I don't, know, um, I'm and, and that's what makes it so exciting, right? Like, that's what makes it so interesting is I, I, I can't wait to see how it all plays out and what happens. But I just know that Taysom Hill is going to – I believe Taysom Hill is going to have to play better than Jameis Winston. I think if they're about even, then Sean Payton is going to revert back to, like, it's Taysom it, – I'm sorry, it's Jameis Winston's time. Like, it's his turn to kind of get a crack at this and let's see what he can do. Because I tried t- Taysom for four weeks and it was... Taysom, mediocre, Taysom you
0: know? has to be... Taysom... Yeah, I know it's baseball, so it's not quite the same analogy. But Taysom basically has to pitch a perfect game. Like... It has to be. He has to be flawless in practice, flawless in preseason games, and none of his even like one of his fumbles or a bad decision like it sets him back. Like he's got to be, he's it, got to be flawless to where it's almost like you have to like Taysom forces the hand where you're like he's so freaking good, you gotta start him.
1: Like uh, that's how I feel like Taysom's yeah, got to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would say that if he has a bunch of flash plays like if he has like a 60-yard run and a play where he's running around like a chicken with his head cut off in the in the pocket and ends up throwing a 70-yard bomb to a receiver that shook loose like if he makes a couple eye-popping plays like that you know those are very tasty plays right and he doesn't fumble like if he, if he doesn't show his fumbling problem for for preseason games and he just flashes kind of the the big playability, that might be enough if Jameis isn't really doing anything. Like, if Jameis is just kind of like checking down, errant passes, throws a couple picks, like not really seeming that exciting in preseason, and Taysom has a couple explosive plays, I think that would swing the pendulum. Because then at that point, it's kind of what I said at the beginning of this segment, which was, Sean Payton may land on all right, well, I've basically got two guys that I don't love. Give me the guy that can at least make an explosive play.
2: Like Here's I'll the take thing.
1: Taysom, and if if they're both kind of marginal in terms of what I can expect from them, give me the guy that can at least, you know, we're, we're in a 13-10 game, and we get a 60-yard run out of
0: and and here's the thing, like I'm on Team Jameis, but if Sean Payton decides he goes Taysom, to me, the potential is just as fun because NFL Twitter will lose their minds, right? They will lose yes. their god, they will lose their goddamn minds. And Jameis, one of one, he'll lose his mind. So we get double of that. And no matter who the Saints I, pick I, at I,
1: quarter, while, so here's the thing, like while it would be fun to have Taysom as a starter. I, I do. I do think he's fun. Like he's a fun player. It would be enjoyable. The ceiling is way higher with Jameis Winston. Yeah. Like the best path to success this year is that the light comes on for Jameis Winston. He cuts down on the turnovers and he continues to maintain his big playability and and just just as a better quarterback. So that that's the path to the playoffs. And like if Jame, I, I really feel like if Taysom wins the the quarterback battle. Then the Saints are in trouble.
0: Here's the thing: I like, think
1: I think this season kind of hinges on Jameis elevating the roster. If he can do that, I think the Saints will be in the mix. If he can't, and he either plays but is mediocre, or Taysom Hill becomes a starter, then my confidence in this season being really exciting and successful goes. That's
0: way down. the. It's ironic you mentioned that because. I was arguing with people on Twitter, and they were saying, look, we don't they're, – they're like, we don't support Jameis because we've seen it where the Saints get one year of mediocre – of, of, of above-average quarterback play like Aaron Brooks, and then you commit to Jameis, and you're locked into mediocrity forever. But the ironic thing is, by them, like, rooting against Jameis and wanting Taysom, like, Taysom, to me, his – Best case scenario is like ten and seven. The Saints win a playoff game, and it is amazingly fun. But he's over thirty, and he starts to get injured, or goes back to being up and down. And the Saints are sort of stuck with him next year, and maybe the year after. And and it's sort of up and down, inconsistent. Where I agree. You work hard and play hard. So treat yourself and stock up for summer barbecues with Kansas City Steak Company. Visit kansascitysteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. For classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to American style Kobe. Hard to find specialty cuts and more. Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. They make it so easy. Each order from Kansas City Steaks is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home satisfaction guaranteed or your money back imagine relaxing in the backyard with your family while enjoying steakhouse quality meals from kansas city steaks try their butter tender filet mignon kansas city strips juicy steak burgers all beef jumbo hot dogs and even complete Meal combos. Bring the steakhouse to your house this summer with Kansas City Steaks. Go to kansascitysteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with the code SD at checkout. That's kansascitysteaks.com, code SD. kansascitysteaks.com, code SD. This week has tons of sports action as the MLB, NBA, and NHL are all in full swing. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, nhl and all your ufc mma action before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports news sign up for bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs bet online your online sportsbook experts
1: I will point out, like, just I know we're kind of all over the place with this, but like, I just want to point out, I don't really buy the concept that Taysom is su- sucks and that's it, and he can never get any better. Oh, no, like, no. I, I, I get that he's like on the wrong side of 30 and he didn't really get a quarterbacking opportunity for a long time, but like, People develop and blossom at different rates. I get that he was a bad quarterback in college, but like he's still supremely athletic. He he the last 3 years has become a, a serviceable NFL player at least. And I do think Sean Payton has helped him improve and make huge strides in his game. Huge strides. Now he's good enough at will throwing he the ball be able to Will he, will he make another big step? Like, is he good enough to make another step to become a starter in the league, a successful starter? Like, I, I see I, a lot of people feel like because of his age, like that ship has sailed. I'm not sure I buy that. Like, you know, I I'm, here- I, always am 100% like you can get better or you can get worse. And I just think he, like there's a chance he could get better.
0: You know, and here's the thing. He won three out of those four games. Granted, Denver was sort of like a buy. But here's the thing. If Sean Payton had called a better play against Philadelphia on that fourth down, that fourth down rollout play was a crappy play call. Like, if, if Sean Payton designs a better play call and Taysom makes that throw and the Saints beat the Eagles, I think our whole perception of Taysom is completely different. Like, it, like the perception of Taysom being a failure – I think a lot of it comes down to that one play against the Eagles. Like, if Sean Payton had called a better play and they'd executed different and they'd beat the Eagles, like, I think the perception of Taysom would be completely different, at least among Saints fans.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is hindsight 2020, but as bad as Breeze played in the playoffs and as broken as he looked, like, I almost wish Breeze had been out for the year. Like, I almost wish they had just, like, put him on IR and said, well, I, I know they put him on IR, but I wish he had just been announced like out for the year with his injury. And like, we could have at least seen how far Taysom would have taken this team as the starter. And the, or, or, like, be- or if he was bad, or if he was bad, maybe he got benched and Jameis played. But like, I almost in hindsight, and of course this is hindsight is 2020. Cause at the time I thought breeze gave him the best chance, but knowing what I know now and the way breeze played, I would have rathered him get shut down for the rest of the year and seeing what Taysom could have done with that roster. And, you know, like you said, he went three and one, there was a Philly stuff, but like, when you ask people like, what was it about Jameis that really uh, bothered you about that four game stretch? And a lot of people say fumbles and like, that's fundamentally no different than Jameis. Jameis's biggest problem was interception. So like, it's a different kind of turnover, but it comes down to protecting the football. Right. So really, like he's no different than Jameis, if that's the way you're evaluating it. I want to point out, like, t- pick your guy, like Tiki Barber, uh, Dave Craig, like there is just so much history. Steve Deberg, like there is so much history around guys with horrible, horrible fumbling problems that fix it later in their career. So like, yeah. there's just too much example. of That's so, like if that's what you're hanging your hat on as to why Taysom Hill sucks like that is imminently fixable. Many many quarterbacks, many many NFL players have fixed their fumbling problems. So that is a fixable issue. If you're more worried about his processing speed, his ability to step into the pocket, his wind up and how just quickly he's able to release the football, his how he progresses through his reads, when he ejects the pocket, like to me those are all way more Salient and legitimate. His, his
0: long windup is what, cons- honestly. Besides the processing, the long windup is what concerns me. Like it's just, yeah. It's like it's like Philip. Ri- it looks almost at times like Philip Rivers, but slower. And I don't know. I don't know how you fix
1: that. Well, I just want to point out that it's really easy to watch football and think you know how to do things. But sometimes like learning things the hard way on the field while playing the only way. and I, I just go I, I go back to the fumble that he had in the playoff game where he steps into the pocket, steps into the pocket, wait he waits for Deontay Harris to have that separation and then he's like, Okay, now I'm gonna launch it. And you know, he, he starts that wind up and he gets hit and it's a fumble and it's a disaster play for the Saints. But I, I just wanna think about it like this like, what if Yeah, like he need my point. I guess is that he needed to see that on tape. He needed to experience it. He needed to learn it. And maybe if he gets another crack at that, he sees Deontay Harris one on one, and he he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go throw this where he can go get it. He doesn't have separation yet, and I'm not seeing it. But I'm just gonna trust he's gonna he's gonna go get it because I've had the time in camp with him. We yeah you know, I I've made that mistake before and I know if I hold on longer I know what that looks like and like I just don't think like we can discount how important it is to experience something like that to get better because That's otherwise right. like you're just watching from the sidelines and it, I'm telling you it's just different it's different when you experience it in person and then watch the tape and all that so uh, th- that to me is like a, a case in point and like his big thing with processing is like and and Zach Streef talked about this on the show like the, the unique thing with breeze is that he throws guys open he trusts that you're going to be at a certain spot and he's going to put it there accurately whereas too often Taysom had to see the guy open before he would throw it and that yeah, we, we, just, almost, we, we know that doesn't work in the end that's almost where and we got to get out
0: of here but that's almost where drew breeze's short height actually made him a better quarterback because he he never could see it he just he has to trust it because he's got all the chaos, and even when he steps in the pocket, he's got to trust you're going to be there. I'm going to throw it exactly where it needs to be. You get there, and so you know it. it, it it's interesting with reps, and, and, I, and I, the thing about this podcast is, it is. It I hope it did for the fans as much as it did for me. Like I, talking to you about this, like I'm excited. I'm getting excited for camp. I think this is going to be one we're going to love training camp where we, we we didn't know we we didn't know how badly we missed it until we didn't have it last year so we're going to f- have a new love affair with training camp but it's going to be a new and exciting training camp for the Saints that we've never experienced before so i am super incredibly excited to get to training camp to get this quarterback to to see how this roster takes shape and it's going to be amazing and We're gonna follow it all. You should support this show. Become a patron, because guess what? Me and Andrew do a training camp report every single day. So, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for supporting us, and we
2: will see you again tomorrow. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars. But as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader.